1: Hey, it's Cavino and Rich. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of the best tires, like the highly consumer-rated General Grabber
2: ATX. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, and suspension, just to name a few. Everything you
1: need to elevate your drive. Go to TireRack.com sports. That's TireRack.com sports. TireRack.com, the way
0: tire buying should be.
4: Ah, you heard it. Straight out of Vegas, Saturday night. Yes, indeed, I am. Brad Powers filling in for Bernie Fratto. As always, the NFL expert Steve Fezzik is in the house. We got best bets. Not one, not two, but three best bets coming your way in today's show. But first, as always, straight out of Vegas coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios where 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit geico.com for a free rate quote. I am so happy to be here, Mr. Steve Fezzik. We, you and I, have not done a straight out of Vegas Saturday night edition. Has it been two or three years now? Long time. together. It's been a long time since you and I have done one of these. And I'll tell you what. Here's what we're going to be doing. We're going to be going over all the NFL games going tomorrow. Fez or myself is going to give you what we're thinking on the game, where the value is. And, of course, we're going to give you Steve Fezik's best bet, my best bet. But before we talk NFL, (laughs) let's talk a little college football, which is in my wheelhouse. And I think the major story today, Fez, is the lack of a major story. Let's face it. Number one, LSU on a bye. Number two, Alabama on a bye. Number three, Ohio State on a bye. Number four, Clemson playing Wofford. Wofford, that's right, from the FCS. So, no major big games today, and the the two big games, the ranked-on-ranked matchups, not necessarily huge takeaways. Let's face it, Georgia beats Florida by seven. Georgia was about a six-point favorite. Made a two-point conversion on their last touchdown. That pretty much sums up that game. Pretty much played it to Vegas expectation. SMU-Memphis, Memphis gets bet up throughout the week from about three to about a six-point favorite, even some Bigger numbers today, Fez, right? Yeah.
5: And, you know, the one thing about both these games is it really shows as gamblers the value of getting the best of the number because when you think about it, Memphis was five to five and a half early in the week. They win by six. And by kickoff, sixes and six and a halves even were popping up on that game. So you could make the case, regardless of who you bet on both of these games, with some good shopping and some good betting, you could have turned those into winners or pushes in your betting.
4: And I think Memphis was clearly the right side for the majority of that game. SMU scored 24 points in the fourth quarter. So to me and my power ratings, I'm going to upgrade Memphis, downgrade SMU slightly. How about SMU down 14?
5: Touchdown, they go for two. They've got the analytics department of the <laughs> Eagles working full time for them on Saturday. Yes, it's correct to go for two with your first touchdown. And it's kind of complicated mathematically. But if you work it out and assume you've got a 50-50 shot,
4: you'll see why. All right. That's Steve Fezik. Who, who loves the meta game if, if you don't know Steve Fezzik he loves that a couple other quick points and then we're going to get to the NFL uh, I thought it was a big day for the Pac-12 today uh, Oregon and Utah the two leaders or at least the two best teams Oregon from the Pac-12 North Utah from the Pac-12 South both Oregon and Utah had their toughest test remaining on the season today both on the road both short road favorites Utah Won the game and covered the game, although I would say Washington was probably the right side. Washington led the game outright for a majority of it. Pick six by Jacob Eason at the end of the third quarter pretty much turned the ties of that game. So to me, I thought Utah was fortunate. But then you look at Utah's upcoming schedule, the Utes are going to be double-digit favorites in their last three games. So I think you can punch Utah's ticket to the Pac-12 title game. And keep in mind, Utah 11-1. So Pac-12 not out of it yet. Similar on that uh, note there, you got Oregon going to the Coliseum tonight, and uh, mm, I think my major takeaway is this. If you're looking to bet on, (laughs) on USC for the remaining three, four games of the season, I tip my hat to you. Good luck because to me... I want to fade SC now at this point. And I think the market's going to want to fade them too. What do they have to play for? They lost the, the, the stranglehold that they had on the Pac-12 South Division tonight. And Clay Helton basically lost his job tonight with that blowout loss.
5: Yeah, and R.J. Bell likes to call this the dream crusher, where you have all your dreams, all your goals in front of you, and then all of a sudden it's taken away. And now, lame duck coach. Yep. And nothing to play for and USC and the way they got beat, you know, just trampled by Oregon. I know the stats weren't that far apart, but I was watching that game and, you know, Oregon, that's a mean team up 30. They just (laughs) kept throwing right to the bitter end
4: and that's an Oregon team I just mentioned Utah is going to be favored in their remaining games of the regular season Oregon also going to be favored in their next three games so we could actually have a legitimate Pac-12 championship game an 11-1 Oregon an 11-1 Utah and I'm here to tell you guys don't count out the Pac-12 out of the college football playoff at this point because if somebody wins that Pac-12 championship game and is sitting there 12-1 and and that one loss is Early, very early in the season. I'm not saying they have great chances to make the playoff. I'm just telling you there's a chance, Fez. Yeah, there's a
5: chance if (laughs) the teams ahead of them trip up because Ohio State, Clemson, Alabama, and even LSU off of a loss to Alabama are all going in front of any Pac-12 team.
4: That is a good point. That's Steve Fezik. I'm Brad Powers. This is Straight out of Vegas. One other major college note, not necessarily from today's games. Let's get an early look at the big one next week. And by big, I mean big. First time since 2011. We're going to get a number one versus number two matchup. That, of course, being LSU at Alabama. And breaking news, we have already a line on this game that you can bet right now in Vegas. Alabama at home, a seven-point favorite against LSU. LSU. And to me, the major storylines, obviously, the health status of Alabama quarterback Tua Tunga-Vailoa. He is the most valuable player that Nick Saban's ever had at Alabama. All those great players that have won Heisman trophies have gone early in, in the NFL draft. He's never had a player more important to his team as far as a point spread than Tua this year. Because remember, Tua last year, who was his backup quarterback? Oh, Jalen Hurts, Tua last year was worth like a point and a half. This year, Tua Law worth about a full touchdown, seven points. What does this line say right now? Alabama favored by seven at home. Number one, it says eh, the market's kind definitely thinking that is going to play. He's probable. But I think it's telling us that they're expecting Tua off that ankle surgery to not be 100% because in my power ratings, if a 100%, I think this line is close to 10. I don't think it gets to double digits. There'd be a lot of money on LSU if it got to 10. But I think it'd be in that 9, 9.5 range, Fest.
5: Now think about the difference between the pros, Brad Powers, making the power ratings, and the public and the media narrative. There's a lot of guys in the media going out talking about how L- LSU is as good, if not better, than yeah. Alabama. Heck, LSU is the number one team in the country. And you're saying you have them
4: 10 points apart with a healthy Tua. 10 points apart at home. So maybe about a touchdown apart uh, as far as a neutral. I think it's fair. I I mean, don't believe me. This line right now is already giving great respect to LSU. Alabama is a seven-point favorite. That would be their shortest line at home in eight years. Shortest favorite role for Alabama. Of course, they've never been a dog. Shortest favorite role for them in eight years, going back to the last time these two teams met one versus two, 2011. So early line. Alabama minus seven against LSU. I will be breaking that game down in all ways this upcoming week on Straight Out of Vegas, which you can catch on about what, what are we up to? 200, 300 stations, coast to coast, nationwide, 6 to 7 p.m. Eastern, Monday through Friday, straight out of Vegas. All right, let's transition over to Mr. Steve Fezzik's wheelhouse. It is the National Football League, it is week nine coming up. And we got to get this one in early, Fez. Number one, it is going to be early. Top of the morning to you over there in London, England, a 9.30 a.m. Eastern start for this one. We'll get an extra hour with the clocks turning back. But, Fez, we're going to start this one off real strong. You got a best bet in the first game we're going to cover.
5: I do have a best bet. Now, the question is, do I have to wake up to watch the entire best bet? Because I get to go ahead and fall back an hour, I think that I will. Best bet is on the Jacksonville, a.k.a. the London Jaguars here, plus the point and a half. And it's all about Jacksonville. Loves going to London. Seven straight trips to London, their last four they've got it down pat. They've been very successful. They've been an underdog in those four games. They're 3 and 1 straight up the Jaguars are. They're 3 and 1 against the spread, but what's really impressive the against the spread margin. The Jaguars have exceeded the expectations the spread on an average by 11 and a half points per game the last four years, and I don't think that this is just happenstance or chance. The Jaguars clearly know the optimal way to handle a London trip without distractions. And now they're playing a Houston team that is not used to going to London. and, In fact, has never been to London.
4: And on top of that, Fez, we've said this multiple times during the regular straight out of Vegas show. How do you attack Houston? You get pressure on Deshaun Watson. Well, I'm here to tell you Jacksonville is one of those teams that can get pressure on Deshaun Watson. Jacksonville, number three in the NFL in sacks, 29. And Jacksonville, in the earlier meeting, held Houston to just 13 points, held Houston to just 263 yards. That was a season-low 263 yards. And Jacksonville nearly beat Houston outright. So, Fez, it's your best bet. Keep in mind, we can always do this. We can do this on any The green button, here it comes. It's not happening, though. But keep in mind, that can happen on any pick. I actually agree with you here. I like Jacksonville. I have bet Jacksonville plus the one and a half. They win the game outright. Any final thoughts? Just the O-line for Houston. Some injury concerns with Tunso
5: and with Howard. They may not be at full strength for this game, especially traveling and that uh, Saxonville team. Talk about seeing ghosts. Eight sacks last week against the Jets. They're going to be
4: getting after Watson in this game. All right. Best bet, Jacksonville from Steve Fezzik. Let's get another game in here real quick before the break. Washington's at Buffalo. Buffalo, a 10-and-a-half point Home favorite in this one. Obviously, the big storyline here is Dwayne Haskins getting the start for the Redskins.
5: Yeah, and I don't think Dwayne Haskins is in any way ready to start here for the Redskins, but he has to because Case Keenum is still in concussion protocol. Let's talk about some stats. So we talk about a good quarterback having three touchdowns for every interception. Well, year-to-date, Dwayne Haskins has three completions for every interception. He's thrown 12 completions, Four uh, interceptions, and he just does not look comfortable at all. And because of this, I'm surprised that this line hasn't moved more to Buffalo. We saw it 9.5 to 10. Now it's up to 10.5. If you're going to bet this game, and I have bet this game, I would bet it tonight on Buffalo minus 10.5. I can only see it going higher. Now, of course, we're concerned with that low total and Buffalo being a pedestrian team that does not put up a lot of points, but I don't trust the Washington Redskins and I do not trust Haskins at all.
4: That's Steve Fezzik. I'm Brad Powers. Coming up next in the Carolina-Tennessee game, which we are going to be discussing first, Brad Powers, that's me. I'm going to have my best bet NFL play of the week in that game and we'll also... Break down all the other games on the NFL Week 9 schedule. Remember, as always, this is Straight out of Vegas, live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. Straight
0: Vegas! At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off, grand slam, or a base hit to center field.
2: High Ratings, and
1: Consumer Reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be.
4: Straight out of Vegas, I am Brad Powers filling in for Bernie Fratto. Hey, Fez, you got a friend and me, man, always. Right back at you. And, you know,
5: I love Randy Newman, one of my favorite artists.
4: One of my favorite movies, Toy Story 2, although 3 was better. Uh, first off though, I got to mention straight out of Vegas brought to you by discover where you can get your free credit scorecard today. Even if you're not a discover customer, it includes your FICO credit score and checking your scorecard won't hurt your credit. Learn more at discover.com slash credit scorecard limitations apply. I want to do this. I'm not sure if Bernie does it, but since we do straight out of Vegas, Monday through Friday, always like leading off the, the, what we call the B block here with temperature on the strip. Right now, 54 degrees on the Strip, and the neon is surging. Fez, how's that?
5: Surging on a Saturday night in Vegas. And I tell you, every weekend during football, is just it's a totally different atmosphere. If you haven't been out to Vegas during football season, put it on your bucket list. It is a must thing to do.
4: Oh, Saturday and Sundays, uh, unbelievable. The only thing I can, obviously, Super Bowl is a different experience. March Madness opening weekends, the other, here in Vegas. All right, I teased it. We're starting off the NFL run. It's kind of a rundown show here. We're going over all the NFL games to get you ready for the Sunday action. Teased it, Tennessee at Carolina. It is my best bet, and my best bet, without further ado, is on Carolina. I am, Fez, going to lay the three and a half here, and here's the thought process. Number one, I think Tennessee's overrated why this is a Tennessee team that's coming off of not one but two coin flip games that came up heads came up wins for this Tennessee team first two weeks ago we all remember it the LA Chargers mishaps not once not twice but what was it three times at the goal line that the Chargers could have scored and actually beat Tennessee outright in that game didn't happen Tennessee got the fumble recovery they win that game all right Coin flip number one. Coin flip number two last week. Statistically speaking, are you kidding me? Tampa Bay outgained Tennessee by 143 yards. But famous Jameis was his, and maybe this should have been part of the handicap, was his usual self turning the football over multiple times. But even with that, Tampa Bay should have gotten a, a, an early whistle. Uh, premature whistle there. Ca- oh, they got the whistle. Yeah, i right. yeah, say. Yeah, they got the whistle. Probably shouldn't have. That could have easily been another loss for Tennessee. Tennessee overrated. And on top of it, finally, why I like Carolina, why it's a best bet here for Brad Powers for tomorrow NFL action. Carolina off a 38-point loss last week to San Francisco. I want to play on those teams off of blowout losses. Why? Because nobody else wants to play on them. So my thought process was, all oh, these teams got to be good against the spread the next week off a blowout loss. My thought process, my hypothesis was right. Last 30 years in the NFL, teams that lose by 35 or more the next week, 56% against the spread, 160 game sample size in this one. 56% doesn't sound great, Fez, but that's good enough to make a living at this, right? Well, the pros attempt
5: to hit 55%. That's really what the realistic win percentage is. And bottom line is, you hit 55% with a whole lot of volume, you're going to wind up with a mansion and a yacht if you bet optimally. And uh, let's face it, with Carolina, I think we're looking at a team that's four and three. 4-2 before the loss last week, but you could make the case they were 4-0 and oh because the first two losses mm. with Cam Newton, Cam was clearly compromised. Kyle Allen had played flawlessly in terms of throwing interceptions, finally had the one bad game with the three interceptions last
4: week. All right, It's my best bet, Carolina, my three and a half. What say you, Steve Fezzik, on the game?
5: Yeah, I'm going to lean that way as well. I certainly like your analysis. You know, I'm a little concerned in my quarterback ratings because with Tennessee, I did not upgrade them for Tannehill versus Mariota, but I do think that Tannehill, the team has gotten a big energy bump and sometimes even though they were fortunate to win it's you start to believe in yourselves and they start to believe in their new quarterback in Tannehill so because of that I'm a little concerned that the Titans might want to wait a little while before I start fading them but I still would only look towards Carolina
4: that's Steve Fezzik I'm Brad Powers this is straight out of Vegas moving along here Chicago at Philadelphia and I'm just going to say it right now this is what we call maybe fishy, funny line move, line of the week. Philadelphia at home, only a four-point favorite against Chicago. Where are you at on this one?
5: Yeah, I'm leaning towards Philadelphia. And let's face it, the book on Philly is that they haven't been themselves because of all the injuries. Well, they're getting healthy. Cornerback Darby's back. Cornerback Mills is back. They might get cornerback Maddox back. Bottom line is that bad Eagles secondary that was made worse with all these injuries is now getting back to full strength. And even if they weren't, if there's one team that shouldn't be able to take advantage of it, it's probably the Chicago Bears (laughs) who rank 30th in the league in passing. So um, the Eagles might have been okay even without these guys getting healthy. This I know. On offense, the Eagles have been compromised completely a wide receiver all year long. Aguilar's been injured. Jeffrey's been injured. And, of course, Deshaun Jackson, their deep threat, has not been playing since week one. It looks like they're getting Deshaun Jackson back. The Eagles are. And because of that, I think the buy sign is blinking here on Philadelphia. Now, my concern, Brad, three straight road games
4: against tough physical teams for the Eagles. How is that going to affect them in this game? Is that why the line's four? I mean, tell me, and what what's your power rating say on this game? Because right now the line at four says Philadelphia is only one point better than Chicago. What does your power rating say? My power
5: rating say the line should be five and a half, and I actually think this line is going to go up tomorrow. So if you're going to bet Philly, I would lay the four tonight, and I think what's happening is there's a reluctance because of, wow, the Eagles had to play at Minnesota, at Dallas, and now at Buffalo. How much are they going to have left in the tank?
4: Fair enough. But you got a situation where a team coming up later in the show is off on a big road trip, and you actually like them, right, Fez? Yeah, no hands-hands. That's coming up here in a few minutes. All right, I- I'm on Philadelphia here. I, I like the-, the Eagles here. You're leaning with them. That's Steve fezic I'm Brad Powers. Let's move along here because this is a, a really big game. Minnesota at Kansas City, and right now, Minnesota on the road, a four-point road favorite. Fez, what— uh, That's telling us something about Patrick Mahomes, isn't it? Yeah, Vegas is telling
5: you you don't have to listen to the pregame shows tomorrow. Patrick Mahomes is not going to play because, bottom line, this line only makes sense. Vikings laying four on the road if we're going to see Matt Moore instead of Patrick Mahomes. And I got to tell you, Brad, I kind of like the way Kansas City looked without Mahomes last week. I thought they played a complete game against Green Bay, and that was just a case of Aaron Rodgers, his mastery, and he really played a game that was so fantastic that it overwhelmed Kansas City. But Kansas City, I thought their offense played well. I thought their defense played well. If Kansas City plays as well as they did against Green Bay, I think they're going to beat the Vikings
4: even with Matt Moore, quarterback, and I like Kansas City. Oh, you like Kansas City here? Huh. So you're going to fade Mike Zimmer. He's a Minnesota head coach. Listen listen to this. I know it's late at night. You might be driving around, getting home from the bar. Check this out. Zimmer, against every opponent that's not in his division. So anybody that's not Chicago, Green Bay, Detroit. Five years since 2014, he is hitting 73% against the spread. 73% against non-division opponents. And we're talking 60 games. Uh mansion and a yacht. I I'd, I'd get a uh I think a, a jet. The private jet <laughs> it went in seventy-three percent fast. I mean, you're you're bucking that. And I'm bucking the
5: Kirk Cousins trend of Kirk Cousins for whatever reason is stellar on one o'clock Eastern start times. Now I guess maybe we have to put in a little asterisk because of the time change. Maybe that's gonna throw off his Ooh, schedule. I like that. So he'll no longer qualify. We'll have to but bottom line is Kirk Cousins covers one-third of the time when he has to play a later game, a game that's not starting at one o'clock Eastern, and he covers two-thirds of the time when When he's in his comfort zone. So despite Kirk Cousins being in his optimal time slot, despite the Zimmer trends, I am still on Kansas city in this game. And you got that green button. If you want to
4: press it, let's go. So we're going 4 let's do it. All right. And in case you guys are listening straight out of Vegas for the first time, that sound right here means we just got a hundred dollar bet. I'm taking Minnesota minus four. Steve Fezzik, the NFL expert, the only two time winner, of the Super Contest, the, nat- the, the nation's most famous NFL handicapping contest. Steve Fezik won it once, and then just to show off, he won it twice. And still to this day, he's the only person ever to win it twice. He's got Kansas City plus four, and I'm here to tell you guys, hint, hint, I think I got a good number here because I think the number is going to go up a little bit, right, Fez?
5: I actually agree with that as well because I think when Mahomes is definitely listed as being out, I think we
4: could see this line inflate up to five tomorrow. All right, guys, I'll tell you what. Before we get to this Jets-Miami game, obviously in that one, we're going to be talking Jets, Dolphins, Adam Gase versus former team. Who has the advantage there? But first, I'll tell you what. Let's go to Brian Fenley with the latest.
3: Thank you so much, guys. In a highly publicized boxing showdown, Canelo Alvarez knocking out Sergey Kovalev in the 11th round to claim the WBO light heavyweight championship. Pivoting to college football 21. Number 21 Boise State scoring six rushing touchdowns as they rallied to beat San Jose State 52-42. They just went final. Elsewhere in the top 25 number 4 Clemson ridicules Wofford 59-14 to jet out to 9-0. 8th ranked Georgia gets by number 6 Florida 24-17. Jake Fromm threw t- two touchdowns. ninth ranked Utah Pitfalls Washington 33-28. Utes vaunted defense, forcing Huskies quarterback Jacob Eason into three turnovers. Seventh-ranked Oregon scarfs down USC 56-24. The Ducks are in first place in the Pac-12 North by two and a half games. Eleventh-ranked Auburn holding off Ole Miss 20-14. Number 24 Memphis side swipes, 15th SMU 54-48. Tigers Antonio Gibson with a program setting 368 all-purpose yards. And 17th-ranked Cincinnati roars back against East Carolina 46-43 thanks to a last-second field goal. Online car shopping can be confusing, but not anymore with True Price from True Car. Now you can know the exact price you'll pay for your next car, so visit True Car to enjoy a more confident car buying experience. Back to Steve Fezzik and Brad Powers. Hey, Brian. Yeah. I I
4: appreciate, because I'm a journalism major, I appreciate all the adjectives there <laughs> describing the
3: scores side swipe, <laughs> roars. You know, I love it, man. Why not mix it up a little bit? It, it brings some flavor, right, guys? You know? Yeah, you got to. Yeah. I mean, are you kidding
4: me? It's 2 it's 30 back on the I East know. Coast.
3: Let's I, wake
4: these people up. That's what that Trying to
3: make some money. That's what we're all here for. Love it. <laughs> all right, love it,
4: guys. Again, this is straight out of Vegas. I'm Brad Powers filling in for Bernie Fratto. He'll be back next week alongside the NFL expert, Mr. Steve Fezik. And I teased it here, guys. Jets-Dolphins is the next game on the docket here. Big story, Adam Gase against his former team. Right now, the Jets. That's right, the Jets on the road. A three-point road favorite at Miami. Who do you like here?
5: You know, I like Miami in this game, and I am not embarrassed to say I'm really looking forward to seeing this game. A whole lot going on, but I think the number one factor – Fitz Magic. He was awful the first two games for Miami. There were questions, was Miami tanking? But the last three games since Fitzpatrick took over in the Washington game and led Miami to those two fourth-quarter scores, if you look at Fitz Magic's quarterback rating the last three weeks, he's not a slightly below-average quarterback. He's not a mediocre quarterback He is a top 10 quarterback in the stats. And if you have yourself a quarterback that's an above-average quarterback, you absolutely should be the right side catching points against a Jets team that, frankly, is decimated with injuries on the O-line, in the secondary, and even at linebacker. What was the story we were hearing about the Jets? Oh, as soon as we get Mosley back at linebacker, finally our D will be decent. Well, Mosley's out again. This Jets team, I tell you, it feels like a mutiny I don't know if Gase is even going to make
4: it through his first year. And certainly, I mean, the odds of him making it through the first year aren't going to be good if he loses this game. Can you imagine? I, l- I enjoy talk radio, obviously. I'm a part of it. New York talk radio if the Jets lose this game. I mean, that's almost must listen on Monday if the Jets lose to the Dolphins. I'm with you. I'm leaning Miami here. Before we get to the next game, though, Fez, I got to tell you, straight out of Vegas, when it comes to Geico, what does it mean when Geico says just 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance? It means you probably should have gone to Geico.com 15 minutes ago, Fez. <laughs> All right, let's move along here to the next game. I This is one of the more intriguing games of the whole weekend, and I think the line movement in this game throughout the course of the week says so, one of the more competitive games. Indianapolis at Pittsburgh, and right now it's the Steelers who are a short favorite right around one, one-and-a-half point home favorite. Where are you going in on this one?
5: Yeah, money on the Steelers, and I tend to agree with that money on the Steelers. T.Y. Hilton, been scratched, and he's very important to the Colts in terms of their offense. Worth almost a point, and that doesn't sound like very much, but I don't have any non-quarterback in the entire NFL worth more than a point and a half. So, you lose a playmaker like, like that at wide receiver, that is a big blow to uh, Brissett and the offense. And let's face it, The Colts are the type of team, they're not winning by a whole lot. They don't have a lot of margin for error. In fact, all seven of their games this year have been decided by one score or less, games that could have gone either way. So with T.Y. Hilton out, I could certainly see Pittsburgh getting the win. I agree
4: with the money here. So, you know, how are we evaluating Mason Rudolph? I mean, because early signs were conservative. Maybe they looked okay in one of the games, but – I haven't seen much improvement. What have you seen eye test-wise?
5: I have not liked what I've seen from Mason Rudolph. I don't like especially what he did against Miami in the first half. Really bad turnover to start the game. If you recall, Steelers trailing 3-14 to 14 with just a minute left in the first half. And... Frankly, it's the Pittsburgh defense that I've been impressed with. Look at the Baltimore game where it was the defense that held Baltimore in check in that game. Obviously, Rudolph was out in that game, but um, it's really the defense that's carrying the Steelers. And frankly, the one really impressive final score, the loss at San Francisco, well, that was all about the turnovers that the defense forced, not about the offense.
4: That's Steve Fezzik. I'm Brad Powers. This is Straight out of Vegas. We're moving along here. Detroit at Oakland. The Raiders right now. Are they going up to about a three-point favorite? Are we seeing threes in the market? Yeah, money on the Raiders, threes starting to pop up.
5: And frankly, it's all about Oakland. And I agree with this, being evaluated as being equal to Detroit. So we've got two equal teams, Oakland at home. They haven't been at home for a long time, not since week two against Kansas City. If you give them three for home field, that says the line should be three. So now here's the million-dollar question. No, let's make it the $21,000 question. The Raiders have traveled 21,000 miles during the past six weeks. Is there a hangover effect from all of that travel, or does the team rally behind having their first home game since
4: middle of September? What do we miss on the Raiders? Because I was very anti-Oakland uh, prior to the season. I thought Hard Knocks would be a distraction, moving to Vegas in the next year would be a distraction, the you know ridiculous road schedule would be, uh, I mean, obviously a detriment to them overall in the season. But, I mean, they've exceeded. I know they're sitting here at 3-4, and but I've been overly impressed. I mean, the Raiders have had to move up. How much in your power ratings?
5: Yeah, so I had the Raiders as, like, my number 27th team overall in the NFL. Currently, they're sitting at number 21. So they've certainly moved up, coming close to an average team. I think we missed three things. We missed that Gruden was going to be an effective coach. A lot of us felt he spent too much time in the booth and wasn't going to be ready to go. That clearly is not the case. And I think some new additions to the Raiders out of nowhere, we learned about him in hard knocks, that tight end Waller is a clear-cut playmaker, top eight tight end in the league. And the running back, Jacobs, he is just a beast. He's a top five five running back, so weapons on the offense that we did not expect would integrate like they did into the offense. And
4: Gruden's done a heck of a job with Carr, who's right up there among the leaders in far as completion percentage this year.
5: And Carr, frankly, was injured with all the back issues the last couple of years, and he looks healthy finally.
4: All right, let's get to another game or two here before we get the best bets coming up. Just in about 10 minutes, we got best bets coming your way. Another one from Steve Fezzik. He gave you one. He's so kind, and he's feeling so good. He's getting an extra hour of sleep tonight. He's going to give you another one. And, again, that's coming up in 10 minutes. I'm Brad Powers. He's Steve Fezzik. This is Straight out of Vegas. Next game on the docket here, Tampa Bay at Seattle. Oh, my goodness. Seattle only a five-point home favorite. And, you know, Brad, I'm going to flip this one back to you because I know that you like Tampa Bay, right? I did, but, you know, here's the difference between pros and Joes. Pros bet numbers. Joes bet teams. I bet a number earlier in the week. Not a, I would say a key number, six, six and a half, six and a half earlier, actually, in the week you could have gotten Tampa Bay. I'm not liking it as much now at five, but here's what I do think. I think, generally speaking, Seattle is overrated. Why? The Seahawks, five and one in games decided by seven points or less. And the reality is, who have they played? I mean, all these games have come down on the wire, like games against – you know, Cincinnati earlier this season. I mean, they had the advantage of catching the Rams off a short week, and they needed Greg Deleg to miss a you know last-second field goal to win that one at home. I mean, even last week they're getting out-gained. I know they're way up on the the Falcons, but the fact that they got out-gained by more than 150 yards against a backup quarterback, not Matt Ryan, a backup. And looking at the other side, Tampa Bay – I know Jameis Winston. The turnovers are certainly the issue and the question mark here. But last week, they should have beaten Tennessee. I mean, they really should have. And I think that's given them some value here. Also, one in three, uh, Tampa Bay is in games decided by seven points or less. Add it all up for me. I like Tampa Bay plus the five, but it is no longer best bet material for me. What say you?
5: I'm going to pass, and I'm going to give you some very clear numbers why we have to pass. Jameis Winston turnovers. (laughs) Twelve. Twelve in the last two games. Let's look at, by contrast, Tom Brady. He only had six in 2010 the entire year. He only had six in 2016 the entire year. So Jameis has doubled Brady's turnovers during an entire year in two games. I pass.
4: That's Steve Fezzik. I'm Brad Power. Coming up next, we have best bets. Another one from Steve Fezzik. I might even give you an early best bet in college football for next week. Remember, this is straight out of Vegas, live from the Geico Fox Sports radio studios. Straight out of
0: Vegas! At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar, whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field.
2: tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all their
1: current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's tirerack.com/sports. tirerack.com. The way tire buying should be.
3: The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking. When we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this
5: can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinion's columnists.
4: I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor.
3: And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu.
4: Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. Straight out of Vegas, I am Brad Powers, Steve Fezzik alongside me here. As always, straight out of Vegas, brought to you by Discover. Get your free credit scorecard today, even if you're not a Discover customer. It includes your FICO credit score, and checking your scorecard won't hurt your credit. Learn more at discover.com slash credit scorecard. Limitations apply. Straight out of Vegas here, we got three more games on the docket, including the big Baltimore-New England game, where Fez is going to have his second best bet. But first, let's go out to Denver here, where the Cleveland Browns, that's right, the Browns, a four-point road favorite at Denver. Where are you at on this one, Fez? Yeah, and I was checking my scorecard, which is a little different from the... Oh, no, yeah, I forgot about that. It's the end of the night. So Steve Fezzik at the end of the night, he's going to be checking his accounts. Was it a thumbs up or thumbs down? It's uh,
5: it's too close to call. It looks like Uh-oh. a thumbs up, though. You know, it's interesting. People say, how'd you do today? Like, it would be an easy <laughs> answer, and it's like... Oh, here's a bet I completely forgot that I made on this app a week ago, you know? So well,
4: let's pull back the curtain. You know, I mean, obviously it's going to vary from week to week, but how many bets, and you're doing a lot of in game betting. So how many bets are you doing on a, on a typical Saturday? About 100. 100 bets. And that's not, guys, that's not counting the pre flop, meaning the bets that he makes all across during the week before the games are played. That's just today, during games being played, 100 bets. That's why he's the pro. That's why he's the best, Steve Fezick. Cleveland Demmer, who you got?
5: Yeah, I would lean towards Cleveland. All the money spent on Cleveland, that line is up to 4 Lot going on here. Obviously, Flack goes out. Brandon Allen replaces him for Denver. Brandon Allen does not look to be an NFL quarterback. I have this as a three and a half point downgrade and concerns about Brandon Allen. <laughs> <laughs> has never played an NFL game. And Brad, um, some problems with his measurements, right? Yeah,
4: I mean, doesn't look like an NFL quarterback, specifically if you're looking at his hands. So we've read the reports. Brandon Allen's hand size is eight and seven eighths inches. So what does that mean? Eight and seven, eight uh, inches, uh, less than nine inches. So what I did before straight out of the Vegas show this week is I got the ruler out and first off I Googled how do they you know measure hand size in the NFL and it's basically tip of the thumb to tip of the pinky and both Steve Fezzik and Brad Powers much bigger hand size than Brandon Allen. I don't know what that means. I think it's bad news for. Denver tomorrow well
5: another Allen Carolina's Kyle Allen has a hand size that's like an inch larger and he's got serious fumble problems he's fumbled six times so maybe we see a fumble or two from Brandon Allen I know this Cleveland is undervalued I believe based on early season injuries remember that Rams game when the entire secondary was injured almost all these guys are back I think the Cleveland defense is going to
4: start playing a whole lot better All right, let's move it along. So you're on Cleveland in this one? Lean Cleveland. Lean Cleveland from Steve Fezzik. Two more games here. First one Green Bay at the Chargers. Green Bay, a four point. Road, in quotation marks, favorite at the Chargers. Where are you at here?
5: I'm going to lean to the Chargers, and I think that what's happening is Vegas is giving the Chargers too much for a home field advantage. i got to be frank. I'm not sure the Chargers should get anything for a home field advantage. I know this. The crowd is going to be full of cheeseheads here. We saw the Pittsburgh Steelers take over the stadium in L.A., Hey, we saw the Denver Broncos have the vast majority of the fans, and Green Bay travels so well, and they've got fans throughout the country. This is going to be a very pro-packer crowd, and because of that, I don't think the Chargers going to have any kind of support in this game. And let's face it, the Chargers are having a down year. The few fans they have, eh, they're probably going to be looking to um, go to some Laker or uh, Clipper convention rather than (laughs) attend this game.
4: You think? One quick note here. Green Bay, there's a lot of out there narrative that Green Bay struggles on the road with Aaron Rodgers. Here's where they don't struggle, when they're laying three or more on the road. Since 2008, that was the first year Aaron Rodgers became the quarterback. Green Bay on the road, laying three or more, 25-15 and against the spread. That's 62.5%. All right, Fez, we came to it. It is the game of the week in the NFL. Sunday night football, the unbeaten, untied New England Patriot defending Super Bowl champs, the Patriots, a three-point road favorite at Baltimore. You already gave out one best bet, Fez. What's your second best bet? Second
5: best bet, the Baltimore Ravens plus three. Brad, as you know, you don't make money betting against the Patriots. If you tried to bet against the Patriots since 2002, you're cashing only four out of ten times when you're making bets. Forty percent against the spread. but um, That's how you
4: go broke, ladies you, and gentlemen. You
5: do, but you also make lots of money by picking the one spot, pull, putting your hand into an urn with four white marbles and six black marbles and being able to pull out the white marble. And it's there in this game. The Patriots are overrated. Look at their schedule. Eight games, three games against average teams, Five games against five of the worst teams in the NFL. Now, the defense has been absolutely stellar against those bad teams, but the New England offense has not. New England cannot run the ball at all. Sony Michelle cannot break any tackles. New England is missing two of their linemen still, and it has compromised their offense. Brady's barely in the top ten in quarterback ratings, Baltimore being the very best team that they played all year, and Baltimore is in a good spot here.
4: Yeah, certainly. So, Baltimore coming off a of bye. So... I think most people are going to consider John Harbaugh to be one of the top five, six coaches in the NFL. So, what I did is, how does Harbaugh do off a of bye? Well, he's a great coach with extra time to prepare. He's great off a of bye 11 and 2 straight up, 9 and 4 against the spread, average cover by a touchdown, seven points per game after a bye. Your best bets on Baltimore here? It is, and I've got
5: bookend best bets. My day starts at 6.30 a.m. with the Jacksonville Jaguars and then continues for 12 hours and ends with a Baltimore Ravens victory, hopefully, against the New England Patriots. Yeah,
4: and I'm with you, too, on the Baltimore, and very, very rarely do I ever go against the Patriots here. Real quick, line in this one. New England's got to be the public side. Where are we expecting this line to go?
5: Yeah, the line is currently three, and it's possible— that this line could go back up to 3.5 because it's the Sunday night game and because the public is going to bet the Patriots. So when you bet this game, I would wait for right now. I would not take plus 3.
4: Maybe you get a plus 3.5. At worst, you can always take a plus 3 at post right before kickoff. All right. Again, that is Steve Fezzik, Mr. NFL. I was Brad Powers. I thought I was okay tonight filling in for Bernie Frattle. Bernie will be back to the Straight Out of Vegas Saturday night show next week. All right, coming up next, the Jason Martin Show, but big thank yous to Eric Roberts, Brian Fenley, Chris Perfet. We'll be back and see you guys on Monday.
2: Right out of Vegas!